You are the epitome of what I strive to be, what I would like to be, what I hope to evolve to be. You are just fierce. You are grace. You're free. You're positive. You're beautiful. I mean, you're, it's, it's interesting when you said as a child, you didn't know that as of yet, but you are that person that women want to be and men want to be with <laughs> at all stages of your life. You just, you just do everything just so beautifully. Tori, I think you have not looked at yourself closely enough. And I don't understand that. I think you need to really look at you. And then you'll see you're all the things you want to be already. You're all the things you want to be. Because I see all of that in you. I've always seen it. So bright, so capable, so willing, so adventurous, so tireless in moving forward and forging on. You're all the things you want to be. That was Felicia Rashad in episode two of Here's to Life with Tori Reid. No complaints and no regrets. I still believe in chasing dreams and placing bets. But I have learned that all you give is all you get So give it all you've got Sometimes the heaviness of life and all the trauma sustained going through this life will settle into your nervous system. It will seemingly settle into your soul. You will be inert, move slower, Question everything you are and everyone. May all your storms be weathered And all that's good get better But we weren't born this way. We were born to shine and be our best selves. This was one of my central meditations when beginning Here's to Life. Sometimes I feel indifferent, uncomfortable, like I just want to go to an island and be gone. I'll feel conflicted with who I have been and who I am now. I'm reconnecting with my life. You know, it feels as if I was dropped into someone else's life and expected to live seamlessly. And I'm looking around wondering, what am I doing here? This isn't me. While questioning, or is this me? Is this really who I am? At some point, things shifted. I have shifted. Had a quantum shift, as if I've jumped into another dimension. Once I started my journey with Transcendental Meditation last month, I began to change. Shutting the funk up and being silent, I started remembering myself and seeing myself for the first time. We all come into this life with dreams, plans, and goals. 
but we get sidetracked through life. I may be remembering this isn't what I signed up for. That can happen by just shutting up and simply being still and aware, reconnecting with your authentic needs and desires. It's a beautiful thing until you start worrying about how it affects everyone else. And yet somehow I need to be bold enough and brave enough to follow my instincts, to live the life I came into this world to live, or continue to live this life driven by ego. For laughs, for life, for love. The universe will provide if you walk into your destiny, into what you're supposed to do. It just needs us to figure out what makes your heart sing, figure out what you want. Everything will fall into place once you do. A dear cousin suggested that I take the time to fully explore all potentials, each road that leads to possibilities, without judgment or worrying about how it would affect me, people, and my life. In rediscovering your spirit, it's natural to ask yourself, am I open to finding out what my purpose is? Or am I already in my purpose as things are? I used to think after a certain age, wisdom was knowing everything. You lived these years and you learned all this and you know everything. Uh, the truth is, wisdom is when you realize you will never know everything and you have to keep learning. Because not only, for example, we, we, the human ego is amazing and the human intellect is overestimated because the human intellect is filled with ego. EGO stands for edging God out. Not only do we not know how many planets there are, mm -hmm. We haven't yet counted all the galaxies. Imagine, we're the only life source, we're the only center of the unit. Yes. That's the ego. Yes. But as you learn more and more and you study and you read and do research, the great, great, great minds always felt the same. They were always learning. Yes. Learning, 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 learning. That's the magic of Hollywood culture maker and outlier, Bill Duke. We are all blessed with signs and angels. You have to be aware to see them. So even when those doubts settle in, even when nothing seems to be going right, or you just can't seem to get your footing, look, have faith, and believe. Perception shapes how we see the world. And if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at will change. You have to be responsive. You have to listen. Be aware so your purpose will be fulfilled. And we all have a purpose in this great cosmic play called life. So many people don't listen to that stranger or that gentle tap on the shoulder. We all have these things that are really signs or hidden blessings. And when we ignore them, we suffer for it. My friend Bill Duke reminds me of how he fulfilled his destiny. And a great part of that is his continuing wisdom to never stop learning. 
for laughs, for life, for love. He trusts that. I am always searching for my higher self or tapping into inspiration with music, dancing, taking my pleasure seriously, reading, seeking, listening, learning, and of course, meditating. This show was and is always going to be about the destination as well as the journey, the winning as well as failure, the awareness as well as digging deep, the ebb and flow of life. Let's talk about transcendental meditation. Ooh, okay. (laughs) So you said that it saved your life, and you also said silence can heal you. I'm new to meditation. I keep getting from different people, things that I watch on television. You need to meditate, Tori. You need to meditate. (laughs) Thank you. So I'm excited. There are three basic types of meditation. One is concentration, where they give you some kind of, like a candle. You have a candle and stare, and it takes you to a different place after a certain time. Then there's a contemplation, where they give you a wise saying. You close your eyes, you think about the saying, and it takes you to a certain place. And then there's mantra. A mantra is a sound. And what a mantra is, it's a sound that has no meaning. It has a vibratory effect on the nervous system. So what happens when you think the mantra, stress, full thoughts, movements, sounds, anything that's stressing your system mm-hmm. comes out. What you do is you let them come out because it's relieving you of the stress. Then you quietly come back to the mantra and it happens. And what happens is you get focus. They have done scientific studies in terms of the impact of meditation on the brain and the human body. It's incredible. If you go online, you can Google it, the impact of meditation on the human body and the mind. You're going to love it. When we began Here's to Life with Tori Reid, it had a dual intention that drove these conversations. One, as noted earlier, was that of becoming my best self. The other was... How do we share with one another and work together so that we all raise our frequency together? As a Virgo, healing and being of service are a paramount concern to me. How can we heal in a single frequency to find our harmony? When I began Transcendental Meditation with my guide, Tulasi Perry, I realized that the frequency was already there, that all I had to do was learn. Be still, be quiet, and be. With all the 24-7 social media nano chatter, the cable networks, all the random voices, being silent and just being to hear the harmony of creation, that's the way. That is everything. That was one of the things I loved about my conversation with the singular Bill Duke. As with so many of our conversations with icons and culture makers, I want to uncover the soul of our matter, the spirit of our world. With the Nikki Giovannis and Felicia Rashads, the Don Miguel Ruiz Jr., the Blair Underwoods, these are conversations that have been part of my healing, part of our ascension 
to a higher plane together. That understanding that there's something greater than the sum of all of its parts that I believe in, that I put faith in, is my focus. So if the focus is there, and if you feel that's a, a, a universal loving thing, whatever you call that, God, Buddha, Allah, whatever it is, but it's greater than you. Yes. It keeps you humble. But it also allows you not to put your faith in human beings. Yes. And other human beings, because they're just human beings. So part of that, if you understand that, you're not concerned with worrying about other people's opinions. Why well, haven't read an art, a review about me in 30 years? I refuse to give somebody that power. I'll just do the work. Not everybody's gonna like what you create. You're always gonna have people who hate you or are naysayers who don't like you, don't like the way you look, don't like what you're creating, don't like your music, don't like your act, your work, whatever it is. You just can't focus on it. You have to find uh, an anchor within yourself to not let yourself get swept up in opinions and what's swirling around you. Because it'll swirl, it'll always swirl. But you gotta keep that North Star and that anchor that's gonna keep you rooted. That was the singular Blair Underwood from episode 16 of Hairs to Life with Tori Reed, where we explored the ancient adage, to thine own self be true. I had my share. I drank my fill. And even though I'm satisfied, I'm hungry still to see what's down another road. This show is called Here's to Life for a reason. The name was inspired by one of my favorite songs with the same title sung by the magnificent Miss Shirley Horn. Our show is about that energy, that effervescent, resilient love of life. We know life can be hard, so we wanted to have guests on our show renowned for their impact on the culture, and share with you how they're navigating through this crazy thing called life. This is life. And this show is about living. Here's to it. Life is good. You can love, laugh, cry, experience, and grow. And we're all here, connected, and doing it together. And this episode is my turn as the host to share a little bit more of what I feel and my ups and downs. And no matter what, I find life is good, even when it's bad. The key to enlightenment is effort. That's it. That's all she said. The key mm -hmm. to enlightenment is effort. Effort, now this is me learning from that. Mm -hmm. Effort is using the energy that animates this body, that animates this mind to manifest something. It's putting one foot in front of the other. That's what effort is, taking action. Yes. Discipline is remembering to apply that effort every day. That's it. Forget about the drill sergeant in your head. It's a choice to use that effort every day. And success is following through. And every time you put it into practice, you're going to learn so much about yourself. You're going to learn what happens when you take something for granted. Because when you run a marathon or half marathon, there's no such thing as fake it till you make it. In fact, fake it until you make it is pretending to be something you're not. 
But if you accept yourself for who you are right now and enjoy the place you're in right now, you're going to enjoy it. Because if you're chasing the illusory carrot, the motivator that I love myself as soon as I, as soon as I, you reach it. And as soon as you reach it, you'll enjoy it for about a minute or two until you up the ante. Well, now I can't enjoy it until I reach this one. And I really won't love myself if I don't live up to my expectation. So whoever who is listening to this and going back to the question of how to start, it all requires just a choice and a willingness to follow through on that choice. That was world-renowned author and philosopher Don Miguel Ruiz Jr. sharing their Toltec truisms of mastering self. All it requires is to start and a willingness to follow through on that choice. Don't you think you deserve to be free? Think about your life. Think about your journey. Think about the state of the world. Think about yourself, your struggles, your pain. I think about all those things for myself, and I say, I deserve not to fight and struggle with myself anymore. I can simply make a decision. Sometimes you have to look at how far you've come and how high you've climbed and just rest there for a minute and see and appreciate how far you've in fact come. Sometimes you can get caught up with just running, running and running at this thing or from that thing. To just be right, to stay afloat, maybe even out of fear. Sure, you do achieve accomplishments throughout all the running, but when you take a moment to look at your accomplishments, you'll probably find you can reduce the urgency to run. If you look closely enough, you'll discover when you're running to get somewhere, you can miss a lot of things along the way that you need to actually get there, where you want to be. Alicia Rashad in episode two of Here's to Life with Tori Reid. Every day I find out more about myself. Every single day. A couple of weeks ago, it occurred to me that the entire point of living was to get my mind right. <laughs> yes. that, that's the entire point of the whole thing. The whole thing, you've got to get your mind right, child. And what does that mean? Well, I'm still discovering what that means, but really, the mind is beautiful and wonderful and fascinating and a tremendous gift and I watched the pulls on the mind in magazine articles in in uh, bylines on the television screen and news headlines these are all pulls on the mind but the mind is something else altogether and I think that if we learn to respect it properly I think we would do ourselves a great service and I think we would live better together as a world. That's what I think. Let's start there. Take a deep breath. Look around. Maybe we don't have to be so urgent in our movements or rhythm. Maybe we can spend a different kind of time with ourselves. Time where we can notice some things that we may have overlooked for many years. And in doing so, we will unlock parts of ourselves that we have ignored. 
Otherwise, what are we doing? Inspiration is the thread that ties us all together. When we're asleep in our consciousness, it's the music, films, the art, the conversations, the connection to other human beings that's elevating, that awakens the soul. That's why people love entertainment, the arts, and expression, because that's what we all are. We're vulnerable. We're open. We want to be honest, to be free, to reconnect with who we were born to be. I can do it, and so can you. We can all do it together. I had my share. I drank my fill. And even though I'm satisfied, I'm hungry still to see what's down another road beyond the hill and do it all again. So here's to life. Hi, I'm Patrick Howell, the executive producer of Hairs to Life with Tori Reid, as well as the president of Victory and Noble. We hope that you have enjoyed this special commemorative episode of Hairs to Life, a show about compassionate conversations, healing, and our collective harmony. On this 20th episode, we realize that we're all that we've got, and that is more than enough. In fact, it is everything. So Hairs to Life and every joy it brings. We hope that you enjoy not only this show, but our new offering, Getting Deals Done, where we focus on how power, systems, and change can make the world a better place, one deal at a time. Thank you so much for joining us. From warm hellos to sad goodbyes And leave you with the memories you've memorized To keep your winter